Love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. What lies do you believe about love? I'm Zara Hairston, an author and relationship coach who helps mistreated women struggling with toxic attachments to set boundaries in unhealthy areas so they can maintain their personalized emotional growth goals. Welcome to my podcast, What Kind of Love Is This?, where I uncover common deceptions that lead us to accept what isn't even love. Brought to you by ZaraHairston.com. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling or therapy. It is intended for informational purposes only. Hey, Truth Tribe. Did you live in love in the whole truth and nothing but the truth since we last talked? Welcome back to a new week where you can what? Y'all should know this by now. Where you can say it with me, find motivation to move forward stronger or try again if that was not the case since the last episode. As a reminder, episodes now release on the second and fourth Friday. In case you're wondering why there wasn't an episode last week, but check out Transparency the Podcast, which I do with my king, lowercase king, my husband, Ishan Burgundy. It alternates weeks with this one, but that one, Transparency the Podcast, drops every other Sunday instead of Fridays though. Before we get into the lie for today, my life coach is scheduled for new clients. I'm not gonna say it's coming soon. We'll open with July appointments. So please visit ZaraHairston.com slash coach me to get on the waiting list for an appointment. And I also put the link in the bio, um, bio, not bio. I'm so used to saying that on Instagram. The link in the description. I help you set boundaries with yourself or others to support your emotional growth goals, which your life depends on whether you realize it or not. So if you need some help setting boundaries with yourself, meaning you have some life issues, heart issues, things you just, you know, like the word says, I keep doing something that I don't want to do, but the thing I want to do, I do and what I don't want to do, you know, that was not confusing, but he sounds confusing in what he's saying. You have issues like that. The coaching that I offer to help you set boundaries with yourself helps you resolve those things. If you have issues setting boundaries with others, like, you know, you may have a parent And you're like, I just, I don't know how to transition. And we're going to talk a little bit. This example that I have deals with that, but I have a parent and, um, you know, I'm an adult and I'm having some issues transitioning the relationship into two adults, as opposed to a parent and a child. I'm your child, but I'm not a child. And sometimes parents don't realize that they use the, um, respect your parents as manipulation and y'all didn't intend it to be used for manipulation as a way to maintain control over you so you know it could be parent it could be a spouse it could be just somebody in your family but you know relationships outside of yourself you're like I don't know how to set boundaries with this person and this relationship is just not going well because I am unable to do it That is what my relationship and life coaching helps you with. I focus on setting boundaries. I am not counseling currently, but I am doing coaching to help people set boundaries. Now, 
the lie we're going to deal with in this episode is it will work itself out. I said it before and I'll say it again. Relationships don't work themselves out. People do. Some of y'all love that line that I said from my previous um, episode. I might need to make a t-shirt out of that or something. Um, But it totally applies to this episode. I said it before and I'll say it again. Relationships don't work themselves out. People do. Even the most high through Yaakov, which is Hebrew for James, in chapter 1, verse 22, wants us to remember to, quote, be doers of the word we hear. I'm adding that we hear part. And not hearers only deceiving your own selves. How can you be deceiving yourself in relationships? And again, I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. Most podcasts that I do, it's not exclusive to romantic relationships, but all types, including parental, familial, work, etc. But back to the point, how can you deceive yourself in relationship by just hearing podcasts like this or other wise counsel on healthy relationships but then not doing anything with the wisdom episode four titled it's my fault that goes deep on how you can delete deceive yourself in relationship and is the foundation to what kind of love is this podcast helping you not live a lie in love and thinking you love him um so I always, I don't always, but I strongly encourage you often to go back to episode four. Like if you're just finding out about this podcast and you're like, I'm gonna just pick up from the new episode and go on, please go back to episode four and then move on because it lays the groundwork for what you need to understand in the episodes after that. But like I was saying, how can you deceive yourself in relationship by just hearing podcasts like this or otherwise counsel on healthy relationships but then not doing anything with the wisdom like y'all listening and and I've got some great feedback and um testimony from people about the podcast that really 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 encouraged me um so thank you to those who who share that privately but um it's it's great if you listen, but if you're not going to apply what you heard, it kind of defeats the purpose of listening. You want to be a doer, not just a hearer. So there's a woman I know whose relationship became strained with her mother once she became an adult. After the woman became aware of how critical it was to set boundaries with her controlling mother, she would actually put those boundaries into practice. But her mother, trauma in childhood is so common. We often don't realize it's the very thing destroying who we are as adults. To move past it, we have to go back to where it began. 
it came to pass, book one, in the beginning. Visit itcametopass.com for more information. That's it came, the number two, pass.com. But her mother often rejected and had tantrums in an effort to get her daughter to stop with the boundary setting. If you have not already, this is why I be trying to tell y'all, go back, go back, yo, start with episode four and then move forward. But if you have not already, go check out episode five and six, Nothing's Changing, part one and two. Those episodes deal with the change cycle that occurs when we're trying to change something in a relationship with others and even our own self. So the mother wanted to stay in the cycle while her daughter was trying to break out of it, yet still keep a relationship with her mother. She loved her mother, but just knew the cycle they were in wasn't healthy and a transition needed to occur for the sake of her emotional and even spiritual health. Her mother didn't see it that way though. So she often responded to her daughter's attempts at boundary setting with statements like, you have to stop trying to control everything. You have to learn to let things go. You have to learn to let things work themselves out. Have you heard that one? It typically comes from the very people that need to make action steps in a new direction regarding the relationship and they don't want to. Or from a person on the other end who's not willing or confident to initiate change with the unchanging individual. And that's how life coaching or counseling can help because you get that support with a a very stubborn bullheaded person that, you know, needs to change some things about their behavior in order for the relationship to to be healthy. It's often very hard to do that alone. Not saying that it's impossible, but it can be very difficult and even more challenging. And then you end up falling back into the cycle because you don't have that support to fill you back up when you feel like, you know, they've kind of depleted my energy trying to get them to, you know, respect my new boundary. But like I said, that line, uh, learn to let things work themselves out or let's just let things work themselves out typically comes from the person that needs to make the change and doesn't want to or from a person who's not confident to initiate the change and so we say things like oh it'll work itself out and we wait and we wait and we wait on things to just work themselves out you know it sounds like a really cute and nice way to deal with conflict but when it comes to relationships it's often actually just an excuse to continue on with the way things have always been there's someone in the relationship who doesn't actually want anything to work itself out And it's usually the opposite. They don't want things to work out. They don't want to do their part to work it out. Relationships do not work themselves out. People do. People work the relationship out with behavioral changes. 
That means actions and doings need to change. And it does not happen without work and intention. Furthermore, often the one disrespecting the boundary needs to learn from the one whose boundary is being disrespected that their boundary breaking is no longer okay. I'll say that again. Often the one disrespecting the boundary meaning you got to identify what your boundary even is. A lot of times people don't even know what that is. But often the one disrespecting the boundary needs to learn from the one whose boundary is being disrespected that their boundary breaking is no longer okay. No longer okay. You are not mean by saying It is no longer okay for you to hurt me. It is no longer okay for you to abuse my grace. It is no longer okay for you to poison me in this relationship with your toxicity. It is no longer okay. See, we often, especially those of us who come from religious backgrounds are taught that, you know, loving means ignoring sin. Loving means um, accepting any kind of treatment that is not love. That is not what we are called to do. Yah loves the truth. He wants us to walk in the truth. And so if you are, if you have the power and ability to say, this is not okay to someone hurting you, that helps show them the truth that holds them accountable to something they need to change or that they can be better in their walk. But when we ignore it, how are they growing or becoming better? We are not um, dealing with sin. We are enabling it. And for those, I know everybody's not, you know, spiritual that listen. So for those who don't like the word sin, we'll change the word. We're not stopping toxicity We're enabling it. My Instagram posts are usually scheduled. So this one I'm about to share hasn't posted yet, posted yet. But it says, quote, fences define what property belongs to who. When something happens, it's clear whose responsibility it is because of the fence that is. Your boundaries are like fences. If you have none, you're probably taking responsibility for something that isn't yours, end quote. If you're on Instagram, connect and follow at Zara Hairston for more relationship growth tips. But anyway, remember the woman who was having trouble with her controlling mother? She's trying to now set up, quote unquote, fences with her mother because she's finding herself taking responsibility for her mother's issues of control, which in turn causes her to feel manipulated and guilty. Her mother often, and without solicitation, tells her what kinds of jobs she must apply to since she's left her unfulfilling one to start her own business, how she needs to disregard her husband's leadership since it doesn't align with the direction she envisioned for her daughter's life. 
She even opposes the foundation of her daughter's family values and tries to force her traditions onto her daughter's children. And her mother does it all in the name of being the matriarch. So her daughter has been used to blurred lines because there's no fencing. Her mother will not naturally stop. Her control issues will not work themselves out. Her daughter will have to initiate some very necessary boundaries in order for their relationship to, quote, work out. And like I said in the Change Cycle episodes five and six, that won't come without resistance. But that resistance does not mean we stop managing the boundary and leave it to working itself out. Because we must be doers when it comes to relationship health. We each have a part. The confusion comes when we don't have a clear understanding of whose part is whose. Or in other words, whose property is whose. Whose responsibility is whose. But the fences or boundaries help define just that. How's it going so far? In the midst of that toxic relationship you might be dealing with, whether it's your parent, spouse, coworker, family member, whoever it may be. Is this podcast filling you up with strength and encouragement to face it with a healthier outlook? Do you want to show your support? If so, I just wanted to stop for a moment and remind you that you can support this free podcast when you order from my shop, send a gift, or become a monthly patron. Your support not only helps you, but others, including myself. So if you find value in my content and it helps you grow, please consider showing your support. Find the links in the episode description. Thanks so much for your consideration. Now, back to the episode. When a relationship is struggling, it's usually some unset or broken boundary. When the boundary is set or reset, there's a clear distinction between properties, or in other words, responsibilities. I posted earlier this week on Instagram, yeah, earlier this week on Instagram, quote, sometimes we take somebody else's issues and make them our own then wonder why the relationship is struggling. It's toxic to take someone's issues so they have none and we have them instead, end quote. The daughter was taking on the mother's control issues by complying. Now she has issues that should belong to her mother. The fence or boundary needs to be set so that control issue is sent back to where it belongs. It's not the daughter's responsibility to hold the weight of her mother's controlling nature. It's the mother's responsibility to resolve the heart issue she has. And as long as the daughter complies, nothing changes or works itself out. But 
once her daughter sets up the fence or boundary, her mother has an issue to deal with. And if she truly loves her daughter, it won't end the relationship, but make it stronger and much healthier. So what relationships are missing fencing in your life? Are you subscribing to the false belief that the unhealthy dynamic will all work itself out? Listen, I know it's work to work a relationship out. Yet, as long as you understand your responsibility versus their responsibility, there should be no misplaced weight wearing you down. Because after all, what kind of love doesn't want to work the relationship out and manipulates you into taking ownership of their issues? Remember, love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. I'm Zara Harrison, sending you the comfort of truth. Do you need more individualized support to identify, overcome, and prevent toxic attachments? Your need and my expertise might just be a match. Go to zarahairston.com slash coach me to find out. Yeah, bless. Thanks for enjoying this podcast. 